So, Chams, how's it going? Uh, it's going. It's, uh, I have an interesting new development this week. Oh, boy. <laughs> Good lord. So, I am gonna go to Iowa tomorrow. For why? <laughs> okay, well, it all started, like, a few weeks ago. I met this guy on Scruff, the same dating app where I met Rob, the infamous conspiracy theorist. Something I don't think I mentioned then about Scruff is that when you open the app, it has a um, kind of like a Brady Bunch-esque assortment of men from all around the world. I want a Brady Bunch-style <laughs> suite of dudes. Bumble, get on it. Honestly, like, I feel like there are two ways of interpreting it. Some people are just like, what? That's useless. Why would you want that? But I think it's kind of cool. It's like, I mean, especially nowadays when a lot of people aren't meeting each other in person and you have more time on your hands, like, I think a lot of people are more open to the idea of just, like, shooting the shit with people who aren't necessarily in their backyard. Um, And this kind of gives you a randomized way of doing it. There's also, like, a more purposeful way that you can go about it where like you can search any location in the world and it'll like show you men that are around there um which is like handy if you're like gonna go visit a new place and you want to like have your men lined up <laughs> line them up put them in the queue <laughs> you know and that being said i have met people who are like genuinely helpful and like giving me recommendations and stuff like that um so it's sure a nice you, little sure feature sure you have sure you have yeah, well, that is, I mean, I, that is what you use it for. I've also uh-huh. found people to hold hands with on there. So, you know, I use it for all different kinds of purposes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so you're on Scruff again. So I tap on this guy who's really cute, and I, I throw him a woof, which is... <laughs> what? <laughs> a little feature on Scruff where... It's kind of like a poke on Facebook. Um, oh my where, god, I'm like, uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, like in the absence of a greeting, you can basically like make yourself known to this other person. And then I think it's a great feature because we all know whether or not we want to talk to someone just by looking at their profile, right? So like, does a person really need to like come up with some sort of eloquent like greeting when they could just as easily like woof at you? I should mention, etymologically, woof is, like, a gay slang thing. Um, oh, huh. Yeah, like... Enlighten think, us. Yeah, so I think among straight people, woof is, like, is, like, a uh, expression of exhaustion. Like, yes. woof, you know? But for gay people, it's, like, a... <laughs> it's, like, a row. <laughs> it's, like, a, so- ooh, he's hot, woof, <laughs> you know? Okay. okay. Anyway, so I woof at we'll call him Sean. Um anyway, so I I, I woof at Sean. Sean like I think he he like responds with the like thanks for the woof. And then <laughs> we start chatting and the chatting is good. Somewhere in the conversation he's like well, if you ever felt like making the trip um i would love to have you here in iowa have you uh, 
you know, like, you've never like... met. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've never met. I mean, we've met have on you, Scrub. Have you FaceTimed? <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> Champs. We have not. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, anyway. <laughs> no. Uh, no, not anyway. <laughs> Sean is just a stepping stone to the broader story that I'm trying to tell you. Oh, my God. I, but right, fine, I think, fine. You're going to Iowa. Please share your location. I will share my location with you. Point of the story is, yes, I am a bit more risk averse than most people. I sometimes jump into situations with less information than I should. And, uh, and this is not the first time that this has happened. Oh, Lord. Probably the time <laughs> that it happened <laughs> when the result was like the most bonkers was a while ago. It was about four years ago. No, five years ago. God, I can't believe it's been that long. Um, when I met a certain gentleman in L.A. I'm Chams. And I'm Dean. And together we made a marriage pact when we were 17. It seemed safe at the time. I mean, what were the odds we'd still be single at age 30? Well, 10 years later, those odds are looking pretty bleak. So we decided to take action before it's too late. Together, we're going to explore our dating history over the last 10 years and figure out where we've gone wrong. Retell old love stories, recount fleeting romances, maybe even consult some experts, you know, get professional help. Because we really don't want to marry each other. I mean, we like each other fine, but it's more of a structural issue. And if you can't read between the lines, we both like boys. Hopefully by sharing our journey with the world, we'll help some other people out. Or if not, at the very least, we will try our best to be entertaining and we'll selfishly get to hear the sound of our own voices. Alright, so I know I opened this episode with a lot of talk about gay dating apps, but um, <laughs> I have to bring another one into the mix. Um, because when I was living in LA, the summer after both of us finished college, we were both living there, I was like newly gay. Uh, <laughs> <and so laughs> you were newly gay. I was uh, newly gay. <laughs> gay baby, you were having a blast though. I was newly gay, so I wasn't, like, really up to speed on, like, how people were meeting each other and stuff. And uh, so anyway, I was using a website to meet people. Um, I'm sorry, elaborate? Yeah, so it's this website called Adam for number four, Adam. Um, <laughs> I, have no, <laughs> I have no idea if it still exists or not. Um I think when I first started using it, it was much more of a thing because not everyone had a smartphone. So I'm on Adam for Adam, and I come across this guy's profile who, um... So this guy's profile, while it lacked in photos, 
the description, this like the numbers, like the age and the and the height and like all this stuff, like described what seemed like a very um, attractive guy. Okay, so um, can we get the specs? What I, I just want, you know, any any listeners to know what's your type. So like, let's get what, what the specs are. Oh God. Uh, I mean, it's been a while. The specs were, I'm going to guess, 6'2", 170 pounds, toned. It probably had a spot where you could, like, describe your, like, body type. And so probably it was, like, athletic. I, I'm i going to guess that it said, like, blonde and blue eyes um, in the description. Uh, only because when we met, all of these descriptors were not the truth <laughs> oh okay so you so, were you were what we call catfish and we I like to call straight him... up catfished wait and i just want to set the stage you're like a fine young cub as they would call you no i'm not a cub i'm an otter oh i'm sorry you're a spry <laughs> otter yes, in I'm the a gay spry world otter. at this time yes yeah, I was a hot commodity. I mean, if you look at the other guys that I was, like, seeing that summer subsequently. Yes. Um, you would think that I was very desirable. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just want to, I want the listeners to know what the background was. So you're this, yeah. like, spry otter, and you're thinking that you're going to meet this really hot 6'2 dude who is toned (laughs) so anyway we are chatting and um we make plans to meet up so he suggests uh that he we we pick the night that he has swim practice which in my mind is like reaffirming my like desire to see him i'm like oh swim practice like he's probably like a sexy swimmer dude i was very excited and i didn't want to ask any questions because i didn't want to ruin it um anyway so so he's like let's um oh and then probably his profile said he was like 27 or something so a little bit older than we were at the time we were 22 but um not so much older that it should be a cause for concern he suggests meeting up at (laughs) oh boy this, this place right by his pool where he had practiced Called Cabo Cantina. No. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, that's not where you go on a first date. Yeah, and so to like give the listeners an impression of oh what my this God. place is, it's just like your classic, shitty, like not real Mexican, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like margarita bar mm-hmm. that does like Taco Tuesdays. And serves like stale chips and bland tacos and with like the refried beans and like the and a bad rice. margarita, but it's cheap and so you can drink a ton of them and get fucked up. Yeah, definitely. Like L.A. is a city with fantastic tacos, and uh, Cabo Cantina is not where you get them. <laughs> no. <laughs> Although you, okay. we ta- I feel like we were talking about this recently. How like somehow. I feel like I always end up eating bad Mexican food in places where there is good Mexican food, and it's, like, one of my biggest pet peeves. 
you have not told me this, and I'm really disappointed in you. Oh, it's know. terrible. It's but it's never because of me. It's usually because I go on a date with somebody who, like, it's like, oh, let's go to this a Mexican place I love. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. The guy recently were like this place. Like this place is the best. And yeah. Like... And it's like <laughs> no, like the last one I went on, this guy was like so excited about. <laughs> He's so excited about this Mexican place, and he ordered a skinny margarita and fajitas for dinner, <laughs> which I, I, I realized that I might sound like an elitist, which I am. <laughs> <laughs> that is, if that's your idea of, like, a great Mexican meal, then understand that while you might enjoy that, you don't have a, a very, like, thorough appreciation for like regional mexican cuisine so anyway i know exactly what night of the week it was because it was taco tuesday (laughs) (laughs) when else Um, would you go right so yeah i arrived to meet him at cabo cantina and he uh we find each other i think probably at first i did not think it was him because it looked nothing like what i thought was him but then I slowly was starting to realize that I actually had no idea what exactly he should look like. Because all of his pictures were, like, pictures from, like, the side of his face. Or he was wearing, like, sunglasses. Or, like, there was something that made it so that if I actually had to, like, paint a picture in my mind of what exactly this guy looked like, I wouldn't have been able to. So he had, like, the classic profile now that you would auto-swipe left on. Exactly. But at the time, you have no idea that... If someone has sunglasses on in every picture and they're only showing their face or half their face, probably a problem. When I finally realized that it's him, um, I (laughs) see before me this man who is maybe like 5'9". Brown hair. (laughs) What? Uh, At least 37. Oh my god. (laughs) Champs. (laughs) <laughs> yeah what um kind of chubby definitely huh? not like athletic but i knew that he did just come from some practice because he smelled of chlorine no and no, he was no. wearing the most slobby outfit ever it was as if he was just gonna go to some practice and come home and then someone texted him and was like hey Meet me at Cabo Cantina. <laughs> like he was wearing like a he was wearing like a ratty white t-shirt that he probably got for free from like a race that he ran like seven years prior. Um, and like basketball shorts. No. Uh-huh. And then flip-flops. And you're and you don't just leave? I think if I saw that, I would just be like, ooh, ooh, I have to leave. <laughs> I know. It was really, really bad. But I think, I, you know, there's a lot at play. There's um, there's the whole Midwest nice thing, you know. Oh, it's such a problem. Yeah, like I'm not, I, I put a huge burden on myself to not be, you know, rude to this person or to make him feel bad. <clears throat> and then on top of that, um, there's like a confidence issue, right? Like I, landing in that situation... I wasn't questioning him. I was questioning myself. I was like, oh, like, 
I mean, you know, I should have been more vigilant or, you know, I should have known better or whatever. Um, you know, when in reality it was like the whole thing happened by design, you know, like we, we were in this situation because he actively deceived me, you know, not because I was an idiot. I mean, I, I kind of was an idiot, but like, but like, it would not have been wrong of me to like walk away. (laughs) Um, but I didn't. And... <laughs> <laughs> and and honestly, I don't think I would have either, especially at 22. I would have just suffered through it. Yeah. I think also I figured at that point I had planned my whole evening around this event. And so if nothing else, it would just be that would be dinner, you know. Yeah, you um, were living you were living our truth from past episodes. You just were diving in. I was diving in. With no expectations. (laughs) So it's Taco Tuesday, which I think is like, you pay some flat rate and you get uh, unlimited tacos. I'm pretty sure it's like $6 and you get unlimited tacos. I wanted to say like five. It's a very... It's a really low number. It's a really low number. And I think that the idea is is that they, they hook you with the food deal, but then you pay money on the drinks. Um, so we sit down and uh, he's very excited. He like knows the deal and he's like, okay, we're going to get the unlimited tacos. It's so great. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then the waitress comes and she's like, okay, and then can I get you guys anything to drink? And he's like, oh, no, thanks. And I'm just like, wait, so you, you're coming, you're like milking the... The food the deal? Tuesday. You're, like, milking the Taco Tuesday deal, and you've come here on a date, and you're not even going to get a drink? Like, and so I think just because I was, like, embarrassed and I felt bad for the waitress, I ordered, like, a michelada or something. So we get to chatting, and he starts to talk a lot about himself. Um, and... Oh, do tell. I want to know more about him. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So, you know, he's he's been on this earth quite a bit longer than we have even now. <laughs> like a full decade. Yeah. And back then it was a lot longer. And so it kind of sounded like he had he had ended up in a place where he was very well established. Um he uh I think primarily made his money through like real estate type of stuff. I mean, typical like LA nonsense. Um, and he was bragging about how, like, he hires these interns who do whatever he wants. Um, Uh so, so, you know, at this point in the dinner, I'm like, well, this sucks, but (laughs) at least he's rich. So I'm going to have free dinner. Not that it was that expensive, (laughs) 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 but it was free. Not all right. Uh, you know, I was like, it's going to be free. Um, so that's the good news. Um, so yeah, he's kind of just like, you know, playing the like hot shot role type of thing. And I'm almost thinking to myself, like, I wonder if this is like a, he like lured me in as someone that he isn't, but now he's trying to like hook me by presenting himself as like a sugar daddy. So the waitress comes back with our food and puts it down on the table and she walks away 
And so, like, what they give you is they give you, like, the tacos, and, um, but then it comes with, like, a plate of, like, the fiesta rice and the refried beans. So she gives us these plates so, like, half the food we need utensils for. But she didn't give us any. So I'm like, ugh, like, you know, I'll, I'll try to get her attention when he comes back. And he's like, oh, that's okay. I come here every week, so I already know how the service is. And he pulls out of the pocket of his basketball shorts. No. Two sets of plastic utensils. What? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, he already knew. Oh my God. <laughs> I wish everyone could see my face. I'm so blocked. <laughs> what? It was so Wait, bizarre. What? How, how do you <laughs> respond to that? And it's not I, even like, oh my God, I carry my like cute metal like fork spoon right, knife Right, no, this thing. was pre, this was before straws were canceled. Like. <laughs> I am out of his basketball shorts. First question I have: Did you use it? Did you use his okay? Nasty well, it was like one of the, basketball. It was it was one of those packs that's like wrapped in plastic with like that the he probably and the salt stole and from Starbucks. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, but you know, it was like despite the like grossness, it was sanitary enough. And like I said, I was at this point only there for dinner, so like very eager to just eat and try to end this thing as quickly as possible. I mean, I'm sure. However I reacted to that, you would have to be, like, emotionally deaf to not realize how just, like, creeped out slash judgmental I was about the whole situation. But the thing is is that I don't think he cared because this is a man who really just lived in a world of his own where he was just totally tickled by everything that he did and everything about himself. Um, like, <laughs> he, yeah, he just thought he, like, he loved talking about how he'd, like, hire these interns and then would kind of, like, fool them into, like, doing all this random shit for him. And he loved that he comes to Taco Tuesday every week at Cabo Cantina and gets this deal and already knows to bring his utensils. Like, you know, so... There was no making him think that he was a weirdo. <laughs> oh my god, so bizarre. So, um, so anyway, we have dinner. Because he didn't order a drink, um, there wasn't anything sort of to dwell on at this point. Um, I was kind of done asking questions. He was too self-absorbed to really, like, get much intel on my life. So the waitress comes back and we asked for the check. So the waitress comes back with the check and I am sort of like waiting for him to grab it. And he's like, okay, so um, is it all right if we split it? And what? I'm like, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, like no. no, but like you can't say no. Cause like, it's not like whatever. Like, and I will say, Splitting the bill is very common on gay dates because there isn't, like, this built-in expectation of, like, who should pay. So, generally, my rule of thumb as a grown man is if I 
very clearly was the one to ask somebody else on a date, I will usually pay, um, or at least offer to pay. Um, or like if I had a really great time with someone and I want to like, as a gesture, show them that I like want to see them again, then I'll pay. And so, (laughs) but, um, but he was like, let's split. And I'm like furious. Just no. What? You're on a date? I'm furious because like, if nothing else... He should have, like, he should have paid because he's a much older man and clearly could afford it more. I mean, I'm sure if I told him nothing, I at least told him that, like, I was in L.A. that summer, like, interning, you know? And, like, the bill was so little, like, it would have been no hair off his back to... Oh, my God. To pay for it. So he doesn't... He... He wants to split so i'm like okay and then he's like um would you mind putting your card down and i can pay you my half in cash and so i'm just like what What? fuck like dude why are you making this complicated i'm like yeah that's fine so i put down my like debit card wait also just like so bizarre like i can't imagine Honestly, like, I used to take my, like, interns and stuff out to lunch and, like, pay for them, right? Or even if we split the bill. Like, I would never make a younger person put down their card. Because you don't know how much money they have. Like, you don't know, like, how established they are. Like, my debit card had, like, $12 on it until last year. So, like, how do you... Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) So, he wants to pay you in cash. Bizarre, but continue. Yeah, so I put down my debit card. And I pay for, you know, and I hand the, he like looks at the check and he's like, okay. So he pulls out his wallet and starts counting cash and he hands it to me. And let's say it was $10. He gives me $10 in $2 bills. What? (laughs) What? What? And I look at it and I'm like, oh, wow. And he's like, yeah, I always keep $2 bills on me because people think they're really valuable. But, like, you can just go to the bank and ask them for $2 bills. So I always have them because then I just, like, give them as tips to people. And they think it's worth so much more than it actually is. And um, so, yeah, now you have some for yourself. The fuck? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. No. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, and I'm thinking I'm thinking to myself, well, I am not one of those people who thinks two dollars is worth anything more than it actually is. Uh so Oh so my anyway, fucking And I was like annoyed God. by it too, because I was like, if anything, my concern with a two dollar bill is like, what if somebody's like, I'm not gonna accept this? Yeah. <laughs> like if anything, I'd be worried that people would turn it down the way they turn down hundred dollar bills or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I just think it's like, what? I I don't even go to the bank. Like, when I get cash, it's from Walgreens. Dean, you're from a different generation. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Hashtag millennial. Yeah. So, so I walked away with my $2 bills and a very very minuscule 
shred of my dignity. Just barely. Um, but, you know, I mean, I guess, like, the good news is, is that nothing bad happened. The bad news is, is that I, it was a complete waste of my time when I got catfished. And it was probably preventable because nowadays if I encounter a profile like that, I'm always like, hey, do you, like, I'll literally call someone out and I'll be like, do you have any pictures that where you're not wearing sunglasses? And very, like, at least half the time, the person will respond and be like, oh, come off it. And I'm just like, okay, block. Bye. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't need to, like, meet up with you sight unseen. <laughs> Heck no. So. <laughs> so that was the story of Mike, the $2 bill man. Um, wow. I appreciate so much in you that you just jump into things. And I, th- I, no, seriously, I think I'm very similar. I think that's how I've wound up on some really bizarre dates with really bizarre people. But (laughs) it's a mixed bag. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah, totally. And I mean, I always approach it with like, if nothing else, it's a good story. Yeah, like at the time, it really did not phase me to go on bad dates. Like I relished the thought of like, you know, the fact that I would be able to go and and like entertain my friends with like the story about it. But I would say, um, I don't know, it, it sort of feels like now the stories have become less crazy, and when it's bad, it's just mediocre, and when it's good, it's good, but usually doesn't last. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think also, like, and I, and I think you've mentioned this too, I'm not, I don't like, like, hanging out on the dating app for very long. Like, I would rather give up a night of my life to just go and meet someone in person and get that over with than to spend, you know, days, weeks communicating with someone virtually so that uh, we can finally meet up and then find out that we were wasting our time for all, you know, up until then. Um, when we realize we are not into each other when we finally meet in person. Yeah. That all being said, <laughs> what, what's the takeaway here from $2? <laughs> um, I think there's the very sort of like obvious lesson of like, you know, do <laughs> Do the footwork to kind of vet the people that you're going to meet up with. So literally Um, the exact opposite of what you said you've been doing. Yes. (laughs) Well, but I mean, you know, like, I'm talking real basic. I'm talking like, if you haven't seen a clear picture of their face, make sure you've seen that before meeting up with them. Um, I, you know, in a perfect world nowadays, I like to be able to connect with the person uh, on Instagram beforehand so that at least I can get a sense of like you know their like a, a recording of like their life so that I can I feel like they're a living breathing person yeah um, and so I can see more photos of them and like 
you know. I've noticed a lot of guys on dating apps are doing that these days. Like, they'll ask me for my Instagram a few, like, exchanges in, you know, usually a day or two in. And I am super sketched out by it only because, like, my Instagram is just so truly me. Mm. And I'm like, I don't want you to hate me before you even met me. I'm a total crazy person (laughs) in my own way. Like, I literally have a highlight dedicated to my karaoke adventures. And I am sure for some people that is a turn off. (laughs) Well, 100%. I think, I think this ties in nicely to the, the other major takeaway from the date uh, with the $2 bill man, which is that, you know, I, I think a lot, a huge part of the reason why I even ended up there was because of a lack of self-confidence and, um, oh. you know, a lack of willingness to kind of like be myself and ask the questions that would make me feel comfortable and stuff like that. Because I, you know, I saw this guy's profile and on paper, he seemed really hot and I was worried like, Oh, if I like ask him for more pictures or try to get more information out of him, is he just going to become impatient with me or not want to see me? Because maybe he'll think if I'm asking a lot of questions that I'm, uh, you know, think that he's too good to be true for me and that I'm not worthy of him or something like that, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And so, if anything, I've learned that, you know, you you just got to be yourself at a certain point. And, uh, and, you know, whether that means you're a person like me who's, uh, you know, going to do some crazy things and, and not care too much about the consequences, or if you're somebody who needs to feel really comfortable entering a situation, um, you know, just, be who you are and don't worry so much about what a person you've never met thinks about it because ultimately like if it's not going to work out at that point what makes you think it would work out at any point following that yeah great point and I think what I sort of take away from all of this is that there's someone for everyone (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do not know who is for $2 bill man. I haven't met a man who, or woman, or anything who would want something like that. However, I'm sure he's found it because I've been on a handful of dates and dated a handful of people who've gone on to date other women who I think are attractive, look generally well-to-do, And I think to myself, how the hell did they land that woman? Because (laughs) he was a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Yeah, you're so right. You know, now I'm thinking about it. And (laughs) I'm, like, putting the self-confidence lesson on myself. But in a way, in a weird way, $2 bill man also needs a self-confidence lesson. Not so much in how he carried himself on the date. But in terms of how he puts himself out to the world, like, you know, I mean, he, he was definitely not my type, uh, but he's, he wasn't, you know, he, he wasn't terrible. He wasn't completely unconsumable. <laughs> well, I think maybe we can take a lesson from $2 Bill Man, right? I, when I get ready to go out for a date, I look really good. 
like not myself. And, you know, I've been going on a handful of dates during COVID and my cousins who are 11, 9, and 7 are like, oh, are you going on a date? Like they know because I look so different. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, you know, I think that maybe not try so hard because at some point they're going to know what you look like without makeup or what you look like in basketball shorts with disposable silverware in your pants <laughs> yeah you know it's possible that two dollar bill man was just so jaded you know he's at a point in his life i mean i feel jaded now and he was probably 10 years older than me and uh and he was so jaded that he just wasn't going to put in any additional effort to uh you know into that event <laughs> and so he came <laughs> exactly as he was after swing, swim practice, went to exactly the bar that he would have had his dinner at and, and spent exactly the amount of money that he would have expected to spend. Oh my God. The whole thing is so weird. I hope he finds someone. Because I hope he falls in a well. Chance! What? I mean, I can't wish him that well. It's creepy. He catfished me. I mean, really, there's a special place in hell for people who do that. Yeah, and, and, you know, I feel for you if you really hate yourself that much that you aren't going to, like, uh, you know, be honest about how you look. Um, but it's very predatory to do that, especially when you take into account that we were not peers, you know? Yeah. Um, he was 20 years your elder. <laughs> yeah, or something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> I mean... So. Yeah, I just, like, it must be sad. You and I were talking about this the other day. As humans, we are meant to partner. Mm, yeah. And... Also as taxpayers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, U.S. government. Um, yeah, we were meant to partner. And I, I can feel for someone who's 37 because we get closer and closer to that age and I mean I think I would be trying harder I would be trying even harder to look even hotter and making myself seem even better than I was but maybe at this point he was just like I don't know what the fuck to do like trying hard hasn't worked for me so maybe I'm not going to try at all um but I have to imagine he was lonely I don't think that you were the first you've got to be lonely when like the the like stories you tell are composed primarily of like you know quips about how you like manipulate manipulated your interns and like uh how much money you have and stuff like that you know like he he sounded very superficially fulfilled yeah (laughs) all right well we hate two dollar bill guy but i also feel for two dollar bill guy like yeah i mean if i wasn't some issues if i wasn't the victim of of his, you know, uh, uncouth <laughs> practices, then I would uh, feel bad for him too. <laughs> but I was the victim, and so I don't feel bad. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. Um, I, I actually have, I have two questions for you. Yes. One, do you still have the $2 bills? <laughs> Uh, I don't have the $2 bills anymore. I, for much of the summer, for much of that summer, 
kept them in my wallet as a sort of uh, prop for telling the story. <laughs> because it was very... <laughs> it was really funny to be able to tell people the story and then pull out the wad of $2 bills so that they could see physically like what it would what it would have felt like to receive that here's the receipts so here's the yeah. receipts um but eventually i got to a point where <laughs> i was like well if i truly think this guy's behavior was as dumb as i do then uh i need to let go of these two dollar bills and not covet them and not act like they're worth anything more than the the number that's written on them all right so so within I would say at least six months of the date I I spent them. God knows where I spent them. I spent at least one of them at a TJ Maxx because that's just where I spent a that's, lot of my money. That's where you spend your money. <laughs> uh, probably, oh, you know what? I bet I also spent some on like a Korean taco at Venice Beach. I was hoping that you spent them on tacos. I feel like that <laughs> would have been second question for you. Yes. Are we getting married? I would say that we are getting married. <laughs> but. Um, but? There's a but? There's a but. I think, but, if we can walk away from this with some, like, genuine self-confidence. Not, like, the self-confidence that lets you, like, brag to someone about how cool you are or, or like, put somebody down. But, like, the self-confidence that just makes you seem, like, a person that other people are going to want to be around, then maybe there's hope for us. That was really sweet. I don't have anything to add. I wish I did. I'm just not as eloquent as you. Which is why Ouch. we make such a perfect pair. We're the yin and yang. <gasps> oh, Dean. I think if we're the yin and yang, then the universe is fucked. But... <laughs> 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 but I do think we make a good team. <laughs> I... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, your lack of eloquence is astounding. (laughs) I mean, I just like, here's the thing. I don't have a whole lot of faith that we are not marrying each other. So if we're not the yin and yang, and that means inevitably the world is fucked. You said the universe is fucked. (laughs) And I'm just having a hard time coming to terms with that. Okay. Okay. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Um, There's a lot more uh, nooks and crannies of our our lives that we need to explore. Um, You know, one interesting theme might be uh, interesting arrangements and relationships that we could consider to make our marriage workable if we aren't the perfect yin and yang. Okay, great. I've been reading up a lot on people who are looking for thirds. So <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Well, who knows? Modern family 2.0. Modern family for sure. Also, um, don't discount what could happen this weekend in Iowa. Oh my god. <laughs> Please be safe. Please share your location. And I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I love you too. I'll come back with a lot of recordings. Thank you so much for listening to The Marriage Pact. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, write us a review, share with your friends, and stay tuned for the next installment of The Marriage Pact.
And until next time, happy, happy dating. dating.